This is Josh Mills. And this is John Mills. Welcome back to another episode of Acquired Tastings. We are very excited you're here on a special cocktail week. Um, so we're not, we don't have any blind to talk about right now. We just have two cocktails. So dad, what is your cocktail? I'm doing my special margarita. Awesome. And then I am doing a kamikaze. Oh, that ought to be good. I've never had one, I don't think. Yeah. It's, it's funny, you know, doing the, the research on them. We're going to start with the kamikaze. They're kind of talked about as, you know, one in the same or that, you know, one, the kamikaze is a version of a margarita because they both have alcohol, triple sec, and lime in it. Well, my margarita doesn't have <laughs> triple sec, but <laughs> well, it does have it has, an, it has an orange liqueur, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, this kamikaze uh, that we're having right now, it's going to be a touch different because I used some Salerno, and Salerno is a blood orange liqueur. I was going to make blood orange margaritas, and I needed to buy triple sec or Contro or Grand Marnier and the Salerno I've had it before is is a lot cheaper oh is it <laughs> well it's about the same price as Contro and it's a good bit cheaper than Grand Marnier oh yeah Grand Marnier <laughs> outrageously expensive yeah so I went ahead and bought that and it's just it's one of my little my bar cart secrets I guess is having so that we like going to St. Martin and half that island is French and so that was one one time we went and we came back with a three liter bottle <laughs> oh my of God. Grand Marnier, but it was cheaper than like one liter here in the U.S. That's crazy. Crazy. Well, half the island is French, so you know, same thing with those French wines. They were right. really cheap too. I bet. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, this so be good. let's go ahead and get into it. This one, I used absolute vodka. And the Salerno, like I talked about, and lime juice. And it's really easy. It's, it's equal proportion. Oh, okay. So it's, uh, I did one and a half, one and a half, one and a half. Oh, okay. Let's go ahead and get into it. Now, you didn't salt the rim, I don't think. No, it doesn't. That's something it people do? No. Oh, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't call for salt. Yeah, hey, okay. That's well, I'm the, not really a salt person anyway. It so should like, just be really fresh and limey and hard yeah, and sweet. Yes, it's a light lime color. And there's a nice little froth. Did you uh, stir it or did you shake it? I shook it. Okay. Uh, That's because, why that little froth's there, I guess. Because it's juice. So kind of the, the rule of thumb is if it's all alcohol, you stir. Mm-hmm. And if it uh, got juice or any other mixer in it but that's not alcohol, you shake the cocktail. That's why traditionally a margarita is, or not a margarita, a martini is stirred, not that's shaken. Right. Right. So I got some nice lime sweetness. Yeah. But then I got some bittering with it. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the lime bitter or was that the... That's probably the lime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the, there's a light, there's a real light orangey, orangey kind of flavor in there. And that's the, that's the Salerno. And the bitter also might just be vodka. Well, it could be. Now you used the absolute vodka. Mm-hmm. That we had on the podcast. A couple so weeks ago. we had that uh, two weeks ago. And uh, your your vodka, the Absolute, was not really bitter. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any bitter in that Absolute. Yeah, I don't either. It may just be kind of how it goes with the with everything else. But this is pretty refreshing. Yeah. So, and uh, for the listeners' sake, uh, they'll they'll see pictures on Instagram. But Josh is serving it in a coupe glass. Yeah, it's traditionally served up. Well, so this 
this cocktail has a very interesting history. Well, I'd say, I'd say interesting, but it's kind of, <laughs> it's a little uh, uh, muddied. So, depending on who you ask, right, this was either created after World War II, okay, in uh, at a Tokyo bar during the the American occupation, okay, or it was created in the 70s. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah, in the 70s during like, the, you know, the big uh, crazy cocktail phase of the 70s. And it may or may not have started as a shot. A lot of people have probably had a kamikaze or heard of a kamikaze as a shot. Now, that's where I've heard it as. Okay, yeah. So that's kind of where it was. But it was one of those like, it could be a drink. It could be a shot. It could be a drink. It could be a shot. So it's really like... It's a muddled history. I really enjoy this as a, as a drink, but I can definitely see where it would be a, a really good shot too. So this is Uno Dos Trace, boom. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. Well, it we, could be. We haven't had a shot podcast. No, we have not. That would be a short one. <laughs> that, Uno Dos Trace, boom. What do yeah. you taste? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we we'd only have to. That would be a cocktail. We'd have to do that a cocktail episode. Yeah. <laughs> then we'd just you know be silly because we took two shots and you know five minutes. Yeah, right. But yeah, so if you're gonna do it as a shot, you just kind of want to reduce your uh, reduce your amounts, but keep the proportions the same. Yeah, yeah. And on the nose, I I get the same thing. I kind of get that that sweetness from the lime, and of course the the vodka's not that vodka's not entering into the aroma at all. Of course, but, yeah. You know, there's not much it can do. And then the the Campari, uh, Salerno. A Salerno. I mean. What kind of smell does it have by itself? Uh, blood orange. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a blood orange liqueur, so oh, it's actually okay. clear. All right. Um, it's, it smells like sweet. Yeah, that's the trick, because I thought it was, you know, blood orange would give us this blood orange color. Yeah, no, the liquor is, the liquor is actually clear. You know, all, most, almost all liquors are clear when they're distilled. Right. And then color is added right. later. Right, right. So you said you said you've had these before, but as a shot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When when was that? Now you're having <laughs> me pull out all that old stuff. Well, yeah. Well, probably the first time I had it was my bachelor party. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I was working. Seventy. Well, uh, we got married March twelfth, nineteen seventy-seven. So I was working at Black and Beach up in Kansas City, and. Uh, so they, you know, all these guys took me out, and I'm sure the main intent was to get me drunk on my butt, which they basically did. I think I woke up in my apartment on the floor. <laughs> At least you made it back to your apartment. Well, they drove me. <laughs> well, good friends. <laughs> or No, they dropped me off at the corner before my, you know, my apartment, because they didn't know which apartment it was, and I wasn't sure if I could explain it. I don't remember that part very well, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that was, we did kamikazes, we did snowshoes, we did, yeah, don't ask me, I don't know what it is, <laughs> we're going to have to look this up later, and you know, just straight uno dos tres tequila shot, um, a couple of the guys were pretty creative, that's where that snowshoe came from and some of the other stuff, but yeah, kamikazes probably, that's when that happened. Okay. Yeah, but you know this, like you know, kind of like we said, this is known for being exactly that. 
right. kind of what you're talking about. I think, you know, we could, you can elevate it. This, this to me would be a great poolside drink or a great like springtime drink. You know, we've talked about <laughs> as we're recording this, it's the last day in February or it's the second to last. No, it's last, no, day, it's in last, day, February, last day in February. March, March 1st. It's in the seventies. Yeah. Two weeks. It was not even two weeks ago. Week, yeah. and a half, week and a half ago, it was zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just got an alert on my phone before we started this. We're in a tornado watch. <laughs> so Welcome to Arkansas. Well, welcome to Arkansas weather. If you don't like it, just wait a little bit. That's right. Because, you know, yesterday, a couple days ago, it was in the 50s. So it's, just, it's just been all over. And it's, yeah, it's uh, 70, and the humidity must be oh, about God. 70% or more. If, if not more, it's been raining right. for a couple days. Yeah. But like this would be a good drink that you could have in the tr- you know in the real spring, <laughs> in your real springtime, sitting out. I mean, I, you know, this could be something you could serve around like an Easter an Easter lunch, mm-hmm. or just you know before your Easter Easter lunch. And it's just, it's just so light and refreshing, at least to well, me. Well, it's pretty alcoholic. There's, there's uh, three ounces. There's three ounces of liquor in this. Yeah, and it's a total of. Nine ounces, or no, six Total and a half, of, four and a half ounces. Well, it's three, well it's one and a half, the, one and a half, one and a half, so it's three ounces to four and a half. Well, but you also have the dilution from the shaking. A little bit, yeah. Which, I mean, these so are pretty big glasses. ounce and a half of, of lime. Yeah, so you probably have... The three and a half, three ounces of liquor. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you could say it's alcoholic, but it's balanced. Yeah, the really thing balanced. I like about it is it's really balanced without being. It doesn't really taste alcoholic, or at least to me, it tastes really limey. I got a I lot love. of lime, but I am getting the alcohol. I love, I love that lime. And I'm still brightness. going to that nose, and that nose is really, really nice. There's just that, you know, that lime, yeah, and that orange. Uh, that's really a nice nose drink, and it's surprising that blood orange. Yeah, you know, I was looking for the orange right and i mean so if you were to use like regular control or triple sec or grand marnier you'd have a little bit more of that bright orange flavor blood orange is like it's it's orangey but it's also slightly bitter yeah and can be depending on the orange it can actually be a little bit sweeter than a regular orange plus with that like little extra bitterness so if you do it, if you're going to, you know, come along with us to do this and you're, but, and, but you don't have Salerno, just use triple sec or either of them. The one I'd say to watch out with is Grand Marnier because Grand Marnier is actually a little bit sweeter mm-hmm. than most triple secs. I mm-hmm. would back it out. I would back it down to an out. Yeah. And it will also change the color because. Yeah. It's sort of a yellow orange. Yeah. Because, you know, while this, you know, this is a liqueur, so it's distilled itself. Mm-hmm. And same with like uh, other triple sex and control. Grand Marnier is actually an infused cognac. Right, right. So it's it, that's why it has that different color. So it will change the color of your drink a little bit. Mm-hmm. It may make mm-hmm. it a little bit more. Now, Josh, dark. you didn't you didn't garnish it. Now, is that the normal or did it seems like you could either use an orange or a lime for your garnish? So with this one, you, I would use a lime, but mm-hmm. yeah, to me. Do. Some garnishes are pointless because it's not like you're going to take that lime and squeeze it into the drink well, and use yeah. it. 
Okay. Like it just kind of makes it look. I guess I won't garnish mine. No, you you do. <laughs> here's the thing: you do you. It's just my personal my personal choice when it comes to most cocktails. Yeah, when when we're at home and we have a margarita, we don't garnish it, or a lot of other drinks that you would normally garnish. Right. We don't garnish. I mean, right. you know, it's like don't have a lime. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Oh, don't have a lemon. Okay, never mind. Don't have an orange. Never mind. Right. And if you're if you're not gonna if the intent of your garnish is not to be eaten, right? What's and the it's, point? And it's not gonna, it's not going to give off any other thing to enhance the cocktail. Like mm-hmm. I've used basil and mm-hmm. rosemary and stuff like that as a garnish in a cocktail, but it is also there to provide a smell. Mm-hmm. With some of the oils, you know, whether you're, you're smacking the basil or right. um, the rosemary to release some of those oils. With something like this, you know, it's so simple. It's so great. I don't think it needs a garnish. Um, but if you were to garnish it, I, right. would, I would garnish it with lime. Right. I would too. So do you know or can you guess a drink that is a variation of this one? A variation? We mm-hmm. already said a margarita. Well, a margarita. So, well, no, this is supposed to be a variation of a margarita. Oh. So, what is a drink that is a that could that is a variation of this? Okay, you lost me. It is very popular. All right. I'll give you some hints. There was a show, mm. a TV show called Sex in the City that made this drink very popular. See, I didn't watch that show. <laughs> It is considered a girly drink. Oh, my no. friend Dave. These these hints aren't helping a bit. My, fr- my friend Dave <laughs> will know this cocktail because I gave him a uh, okay. an exorbitant I, I to, amount of grief I, for I, ordering one in a bar. Once. I need to phone a friend. <laughs> it adds cranberry to this cocktail. Cosmopolitan. There it is. Oh, Cos- the Cosmopolitan. You got it. So as you said cranberry, I had it. Yeah, it's so a Cosmo is or a Cosmopolitan. Um, now there are lots of variations of the Cosmopolitan. Though. Yes, but the but a Cosmo is considered a, is like a jump off of this because it's exactly it's exactly the same except they add cranberry juice. Okay. So there you would, you know, you would. So I, if I were to if I were to make one right for somebody, I would. Drop all my proportions down to one, uh-huh. one, uh, one out. Okay. So one, 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 one. And if you're, you know, I just thought of this. This would make a great punch, like a punch bowl, because you could just do. Oh yeah. You know, if you're making a big batch, one bottle, right? Of, you know, one bottle of vodka, one bottle of of exactly. your triple sec, and then you have, you'd, you'd have to get a lot of. I mean, at this point, you know, would go buy lime juice. Mm. I don't know. I'm not going to squeeze 20, <laughs> 25 and a half ounces. <laughs> I mean, I may have a minion do it for me, but I'm not going right. you know, to do it. Sous chef. Yeah. Come <laughs> just, over here. I mean, or, you know, just go buy some lime, you know, just buy some pre-made lime juice. All right. Be careful with that because the, the flavor can get a little funky on you. Well, the more I drink this, the more tart it is. Yeah. Because it, oh. it's drying me out. Yeah, I know. And wow. It's great. And that's why, to me, it's just so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Like it pulls at the back of your mouth, make your mouth water. Like you said, it is dangerous though. Because like you said, it's got like, we, like you made mention to, it's got three ounces. This version has three ounces of alcohol in it. It does not taste like it has 
three ounces no. of alcohol in it. No. It goes down very, very easy and very, very quick. I mean, you're on. Yeah, I'm drinking it way too fast. I <laughs> think that's part of my problem. We've been going for about 15 minutes. Right. About 15 minutes actually drinking these. But no, I think it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. And then I think kind of like you mentioned how, you know, the Cosmo has a lot of variations on it. This is a cocktail that you could easily play with. Uh-huh. It's yeah, a, I think it's you could. It's a great base, especially if you like really, really tart. Really, really tart stuff. Another variation of this is a lemon drop. The lemon drop martini. You just replace the lemon. Uh huh. You replace lemon and you use you use lemon vodka. Okay. I think you could use rum. I mean, you could, but you know what it would be called then? No. A daiquiri. Oh, that's right. (laughs) It would be it. It would basically be a daiquiri. Oh yeah. Rum, triple sec, lime juice. It's it's be a traditional. Not that strawberry daiquiri we talked about a couple. No, no, not that (laughs) one. Excuse me. But, or a Hemingway, you know, at that point, you're, you're at a daiquiri. Mm-hmm. You know, you make it, I'm, I'm sure there's a name for it when it comes to, if you were to switch and put whiskey in there. Yeah. I mean, that would be, I think that would be really good too. But I would use, I wouldn't, you could use a smoky. No, like, I, no, I you could. You could, but I think even I would back off that. Yeah. Um, well, no, you would be close to a penicillin at that point. Oh, you would be very close to penicillin. Uh, I'd have to go exactly look up penicillin, but you'd be close to a penicillin at that point. But if you use like bourbon or rye whiskey with that little bit of spiciness right. from the rye, I think that would be really good. I may have to do that wow. yeah. later. Anyway. Now, so, you asked me <laughs> when I first had a kamikaze shot, what about you? Today is my first ever kamikaze. Did you just do it five minutes ago? <laughs> no, I've, ne- I've actually never done a kamikaze shot. It was not one of the shots that I would pick. Okay, so you've never had a kamikaze shot. I've never had a kamikaze shot or ever. a kamikaze. Yeah, this Correct. is the first time. This is the first time I've had this. Well, we we both got the first time on the kamikaze drink. <laughs> yeah, but no, I've never had a kamikaze shot. It was not one of the shots that I would pick when I was when I kind of went through a shot phase. Yeah, right. Right. You know, I I really liked buttery nipple, the oatmeal cookie, a lot of like sweeter ones. So the first the first one is butter schnapps and Bailey's. Yeah, okay. And then this next the second one is Bailey's and Goldschlager, I think is what it was. Really? You know, the, I I did a lot of like when I went through my shot phase, they were all really sweet shot because that was that's what I you know like I've said before I have a massive sweet tooth. Yeah, you do. Um, so that would be that's kind of where I headed. When I was doing shots, if I wasn't doing like tequila shots or I've done a shot of Jack once for <laughs> so the snowshoe, I just looked it up because okay. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. It's like bourbon whiskey and peppermint snot. Oh, so I think oh. you'd like that one, right? No, 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 not the peppermint schnapps. No, the peppermint schnapps I'm okay with because I made up a shot called a Merry Little Christmas that was Bailey's, Godiva, and um, peppermint schnapps. It's the combination of of whiskey and and peppermint that just kind of you know yeah see, made me I'm throw not a peppermint guy mouth. either I see I love peppermint it's just it's whiskey and peppermint yeah I don't think those would play well together right <laughs> no wonder you woke up on the floor <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but anyway so um I mean we've been yapping about twenty minutes so let's go ahead and um. Let's go ahead and switch over to your drink. And what was it again, Dad? 
it's my take on a margarita so it is alcohol forward and i got a lot of stories about it all right let's, let's go ahead and get that poured out all right all right dad tell us about your margarita all right like i said it's alcohol forward so it's it's uh, an ounce of tequila and i like jose cuevo gold for this drink that's one of the things you got to remember too listeners you don't have to use that top end liquor if you're gonna have a mixed drink so pick what you like but if you if you really want to have that that patron that's way up there in price or whatever go for it yeah and then an ounce of damiana and i'll talk about that here in a minute three quarters of an ounce of grand marnier and three quarter ounce of lime juice and i have an optional half ounce of Aguabrero, and it is a tequila liqueur. Did you do that in this one? Yes, I did. And that's, you know, if you really want more alcohol, go for it. So you were making fun of mine for having a bunch of alcohol. So. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Come, uh, to yours. And, then I t- and then I completely top it up with the Jose Cuevo uh, margarita mix. It's a liquid. You can find that at the grocery store. You can find it at your favorite liquor store they also make a jose cuevo mix that already has the jose cuevo in it so if you want just a light margarita that can do you know that's really good (laughs) this uh this margarita has made made its appearance at many many a mills family gathering joanne reminded me we lived in kansas city well actually we lived in olathe kansas which is no We lived no. in well. You and mom. No, you and mom no. did. This Sorry. is this Sorry. is BK. This, this is BK. Yeah, for both of you were born. Four kids. BC. Yeah, BC or BK. Uh, there was a place called Annie Santa Fe, and it's now closed. And Joanne worked. She has a social work degree, believe it or not, and she was working with a bunch of social workers, and they would like to go down to this Annie Santa Fe on the plaza. And that's a really great area in Kansas City. You can Google that. I don't need to go into the area, but it's a fantastic walk around outdoor plaza area that you have lots of shops. Yeah, and it's modeled after like uh, it's really old Spanish Spanish architecture. Exactly. So it's it's a really pretty area of Kansas City. And so we'd go down there, and it's kind of one of your original Tex-Mex places. You could get that great food. Well, we got the margaritas. I have never been so sick on tequila in <laughs> my life. Oh, man. Food was great. The tequilas were great going down. But I don't think either one of us had tequila coming back up the <laughs> next morning. But, but the hangover was we killer. We swore off tequila. <laughs> Until we went to Cabo Wabo. We have a timeshare in uh, Cabo San Lucas, and we went to Cabo Wabo. Now, they have a margarita. This is where I found out about Damiano. They have a margarita where they use the one ounce of Cabo Wabo tequila, a half ounce of the Damiano, a half ounce of the orange liqueur, and a half ounce of the lime juice. Now... I just gave you their recipe. I gave you my recipe. Mine is kicked up more than theirs. Yeah. So that's when I found out about Damiano. 
Now, Damiana is a liqueur made from the Damiana herb. Okay. And you can only find that in the area of the Southern Baja, California. Now, there are some Indians, the Guavacara, G-U-A-V-C-A-R-A. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's a particular Indian sect. Now, they apparently invented this Damiana liqueur. Oh. And they had centuries of celebrations. And according to the legend, it had such incredible powers that the Indian chief banned it for consumption. Really? He wanted to keep it for himself. Now, the other thing that is noted is that it is considered an aphrodisiac. Oh, okay. So, I don't know that I've ever got the aphrodisiac part of it, but uh, it's it's really good in your top shelf margarita. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of times your top shelf margarita is just the tequila and the Grand Marnier and lime juice. Mm Mm-hmm. No mixer, no nothing, just straight. Right. And that's what I say. And sometimes that's just in the in the glass, a coupe glass, margarita glass, and a little bit of salt on the side. I forgot I forgot our lime. <laughs> Your lime was <laughs> our garnish. But anyway, you can garnish it with a lime. And I had cut the limes, I just forgot to put them on there. Now, that's the first time we had the margaritas since swearing it off and now it's been a tradition for i don't know 30 years <laughs> or yeah. something i'm gonna take a drink yeah i mean it's it's one of those ones that it, it's uh, you know when it's summer or winter or spring or fall and y'all are making mexican having mexican food it that margarita comes out and it's you know it's a it's a really good it's you know, for having as much alcohol as it does, it is it's very well balanced. Um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really nothing really like sails through. It's super balanced. So the so you use so the Damiana in this is that little like herbal taste that you're getting, right? Yes. What about the uh, notice the bottle jar? Yeah, <laughs> the Buddha lady. The booby lady, That's booby right. lady bottle. So if you're in in the liquor store and you see the booby lady bottle, that's Damiano. That's Damiano. And actually, this liqueur that I added is a tequila liqueur, and they mix a little of Damiano in it. So I was about to ask you. So tell so the 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 agabanero, yes, agabanero. It's a liquor of tequila. So t- what is it? Tell us a little bit about that one. Kind of like. It's, where it, where would I find that in the cocktail? In the like, co- when I'm tasting it, what would what would make that? So what it different? does, what it does in my mind is it just kicks up the alcohol, gives it that smoother liqueur taste. Okay, I mean you could actually just pour that on ice, or pour it neat, and just drink it. Right. But what it has, it has 100% blue agave. Okay. Agno and Rapunzo tequilas. And then this Damiano, they add to kind of give it that extra flavor. 
with Damian. Yeah, so I'm looking at the bottle. You know, it talks about having with the tequila. You know, uh, this one on the bottle it says reposado, so it almost looks like it can change. Yeah, the label, mm-hmm. so it may just depend on what distilling they're doing. I think so, and, and then, it's a very distinct bottle as well. Yeah, it looks kind of like an like an open, almost an open agave plant. That's right. That's right, and you'll you'll find it in the liquor store in the same probably in the same area as the Damiano. The Damiano is a clear bottle mm-hmm. with the with the booby lady, and the the Damiano is a like a yellow liqueur color. Yeah, I mean it looks and, like a whiskey. And some and some people say it has kind of a licorice taste. Okay, and I get a little bit of that licorice taste with it. I can I can I agree with you. The, I can kind of see that. The other bottle is a is green in color, and like Josh said, it it kind of looks like the agave plant itself. Yeah, it's real bulbous. We would <laughs> we started going down to Cabo. As I said, we had this uh, timeshare. After we went to Cabo Wabo and found out about Damiano, there was times that I always brought a bottle back from Mexico, so that I'd have the Damiano. Until the next year when we went back. Well, I would run out. And then what happened was the liquor stores in the area quit quit buying it. I couldn't find it. Mm. So what I did is I went out, went out on the internet and I found that you can make it. Really? Right. So you, you find the Damiano Herb and... I ordered it off the internet, but they say you can find it like in an herbal store. Well, we don't have any. I know. Around. <laughs> the only herbal store we have is a is a different flower. Yeah, I mean, you could make it. You could make your own liqueur out of that too. So, so what I I would do is is the recipes here, and you would you would take the flower, this herb, and you mix it with vodka. Okay. And you could add just a little bit of honey and put it in the bottle and let it rest for maybe two or three months because it takes time for that infusion of the herb to get into that vodka. Right. With the honey. Mm -hmm. And then you'd need to filter it and maybe mix a little water with it to kind of get the extracts and all. Yeah. So there was a time when... That's what I was doing. Right. When was that? When were you doing that? Well, we were doing it in Kansas City when we lived there, and we were doing it some of the time that we lived here. Okay. And we moved here in 2003, so I would say for some, probably, I don't know, five or six or more years I was doing that. See, I had no idea you were doing that. Yeah. Well, so wait, you would, well, I would, no, put you it, would put it back in the... I would put it back... Did, yeah. I would now put it I'm, back in the booby lady bottle. Now that I'm saying that, I I get it because you would put it back in there and you would just hide it away. But then you started. You used to get it a lot from uh, duty free, right? Yeah. So when you would travel, you would always grab a bottle or two. Same with this agavanero. Yeah. Because that I know both of those weren't really sold real widely, right? Until probably pretty recently. Well, Colonial Liquors here in. Uh... Little Rock has both of those. Right. And that's when I, when I finally had to, I didn't have to make my own. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, making your own is just not the same. Oh, you know, it's just not the same. Well, it's a different process. 
you know, it's infusion versus, you know, actual distillation. That's right. Well, there's another story. Oh, okay. So <laughs> what, let me let me sit back and take another drink. Yeah, sit back, take another drink. <laughs> so what's this story about? Well, our friend Danny. Are you talking to the Bodenhammers? Bodenhammers. Kathy, Kathy and Danny. Da- Danny and Kathy Bodenhammer. They went down to Cabo with us, and they spent time with us, and then they ended up buying a timeshare. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the it's the Mayan Resort. It's uh, in the corridor between Cabo San Lucas and San Jose de Cabo. Oh, okay. And so um, we went down to their their resort, this Mayan Resort, and it's a little higher end than ours. Right. And I got the Damiano, and I got the the tequila and. I probably didn't. I had some Grand Marnier or, or one of the oranges, orange liqueurs, and I made those up. And they were going, oh, man, John, this is so good. And I can't remember exactly how it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we met this guy at the pool because we were drinking at the pool or I met him somewhere else. But anyway, I met this guy named Frank. Okay. And he kept going, oh, man. My margarita's going, I know it's better than yours. I go, no, you don't. <laughs> and he he kept taunting me about it. I think he I think it was in the same building of the resort that we were in. And I'd see him occasionally. And one time Danny and I played golf and he was he and his four foursome were ahead of us and he kept taunting about the margarita. I made up some of my margaritas, and I knocked on his door. <laughs> Here you go. And he goes, what was, what's this? And I go, this is my margarita. Seeing how you don't want to come over and have a real face-off, I want you to taste it. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> so we saw him later. He snubbed me. He didn't want to talk. Because <laughs> he didn't want you to ask him about yeah, the margarita. Exactly. <laughs> So I saw him another time, and I said, how are those margaritas? And he said, those were damn good. Dang good, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, you've had many a convert to your margarita uh-huh. over the years. I know just, you know, like I've said, family members. There was that one time. Yeah. Which now you have to call your margarita an almost award-winning margarita. Almost. Yeah, don't you remember you're in my margarita off? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's an acquired taste. I mean, no, ever, it's not an it is yeah. not an acquired. Oh, can't you just take that? I can make a better drink. Than you? <laughs> well, it it okay, Josh. You you won. I won now, because now you it won was a, fair and square. Except, yeah, I mean, I won fair and square, but you know, our judges they were all like, "Well, they're both really good." I mean, it was it was my mom, my aunt, and a friend of mine. How and much that, did you pay him off? I your didn't mom, pay him your anything. Aunt and a friend of mine. I that mean, sounds your like wife, me. your sister-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't pay him. I didn't pay him off. But no, I mean, we probably should have another contest. I mean, God, man, that'd be so much fun to get a bunch of people together and do a big margarita off. Now, there's a margarita competition in town. What? I think there is. Wasn't there a margarita festival? Did, I don't know. Did Josh. Little Rock have one? I I could have swore Little Rock had a margarita festival. And by the way, listeners, we're sitting here with our first COVID shot in the. <laughs> yes, we are. We are both. We're about ready. Yeah, I mean, I. Ugh, snowgeddon. 
made me screwed you <laughs> screwed me up. Otherwise, I would be fully vaccinated by now. But by the next time, by the next time we record, I will be fully vaccinated. That's right. Anyway, so I'm I'm pretty sure there is a there's a competition. In I want to check that out. But yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, or just you know, once get a bunch of people together or socially distance them in you know whatever. Right. Well, it's like Dan and Kathy. We hadn't seen them in forever. Well, yeah. I mean, well, they they still live in Kansas City. Is Dan? Yeah. Are they, they're both retired now, aren't they? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Couldn't remember. I know Kathy was working for the and school. I think part-time. both the boys are married. Oh. And I think. Well, maybe Doug's not married, not sure but Doug. he's got a very right significant other. Yeah, and Damon's got a child. Yeah, but it's a you know, it was a yeah. These it's one of my you know things I cocktails is the social nature of them and you know we're co- we're close to getting back to normal even though our governor is trying to make it happen too fast which means we're probably going to regret so uh, you heard what he did yeah i heard okay we don't <laughs> need to go into that now this this breaks the rule this my margarita breaks the rule on three item mix a lot of people say Locked you know one or two mm-hmm. Maybe not more than three. Right. And this one has right. like well, five you because know, of the mix. You know, traditionally, traditionally a margarita is tequila, treble sec, and lime juice. Right. That, that's it. And salt. I mean, you salt the rim as your as your. Um, now, this garnish. is salted. Did you try it with salt? I did. I'm not a huge fan of a salted Neither rim. Neither am I. I would rather the salt be in the drink. Personally. That's what you've always said. But tequila and salt is like a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. I've always thought like if I had a you know a whole boatload of money, like if I ever won the the lottery and I had a bar, and I would do like tequila and specific salt, right? Because different salts play differently with different tequila. Just you know because they're both natural product. I think it'd be really interesting to kind of play with. Ooh, you know what? You know we were talking about variations on the. Uh, on the kamikaze, I bet you know we talked about smoke putting mezcal. Oh yeah, mezcal with that. Well, movie. mezcal in, in a well, true margarita, right, would be something. Now, do you remember when we lived in Kansas City, Party Cove, Lake of the Ar- Ozark? I remember hearing about Party. Okay, well, I never went either. <laughs> we never really went down to the Lake of the Ozark. No, we didn't very much. We didn't have a boat or. Yeah, so right. who was who was maybe an assistant coach, Ron? Baseball or soccer? Ba- baseball. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his last name, but yeah, Coach Ron. Okay, Coach Ron. I remember Coach Ron went down to uh, Party Cove, and of course he was probably the oldest guy there. But he came back and he says, man, all they were doing is they are pulling like two shots of tequila, squeeze a lime, that's your margarita. That's just, that's called a tequila shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's be real. Yeah. That is, that is not, that's not a cocktail. Right. Like, that's a shooter. Right. You know. So, um, speaking of tequila. Well, I think a lot of the, uh, the classic might be tequila, the orange liqueur, lime, and that's it. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's what I just said. That is the classic. But a squeeze of lime juice. I mean, it's an equal proportions drink. It's just originally right. 
you know, I don't make mine originally. I add, I use orange juice mm-hmm. in mine to make my own sweet and sour mm-hmm. mix. And then I have other couple other tricks up my sleeve mm-hmm. that I'm not going to mm-hmm. talk about because, mm-hmm. you know, trade secrets and everything. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this, you know, this is a really good margarita. I, so I don't know, like right now I'm really wanting like that tart, sharp drink. So, like, if I was to order either one of these, I'd probably lean toward the kamikaze because it is so, it has that limey tartness that's really good, which this has a little bit of, but there's, you know, like we said, there's what? How many ounces of alcohol in this one? Oh, about four. I don't know. Only four? Only four? Uh, read, read your recipe off again. Three, four and a half. <laughs> So, read your recipe. Okay, again. five. <laughs> no, no. Let's see. One and a half, two, three and a quarter, and three quarters of lime plus the mix. It's about, it's probably about 60-something percent. Right. And once again, this is, you know, this is shaken. It's a cocktail that's shaken because right. you, it has, you know, juices in it. And then we served it. You know, in a in an old fashioned glass with some ice, you can. I mean, you could take this same recipe, and if you've got a really good blender, put it in there, pack a bunch of ice in there, and make a frozen margarita. Oh man, brain freeze for sure. Well, <laughs> alcoholic brain freeze. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. So I actually, when I go to Mexican restaurants, I order frozen margaritas. They are good. I just, but I, I think they usually skimp out on the on the tequila, and you know. Because I never taste it, because it's a brain freeze. Well, to be honest, I'm okay with that, because it still gets the job done. Right, it does. (laughs) Usually. And, you know, I probably should, you know, ask for some higher end, but I always feel weird, you know, asking, you know, for a specific tequila and those type of things. And it gets really expensive real quick a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Now, I have... Yeah, they'll charge you, you know, at, at a certain bar they may charge you eight dollars just for that shot of grand marnier right i mean this so this would probably be a 10 to 15 dollar oh, it could be more than that maybe margarita now there's a one or two places in town but they're like the higher end mexican stuff have you ever ordered a margarita at a bar and i'm always disappointed you are because mine's so good well yeah but yeah I, <laughs> when i order I, one at a bar it's always going to be I want the top shell. Right. I want that Grand Marnier because most of them don't have the Grand Marnier. I've never seen a menu that would have Damiano. Yeah. Or even this uh, Agavero. Agavero liqueur. Yeah. You just don't see that. Right. I've actually, I don't think I've ever ordered a margarita at a, like at a cocktail bar. Like, you know, like I've ordered them at Mexican restaurants. I've ordered them at restaurants. But I've never well, like definitely like when I've gone out to a bar, I've never ordered a margarita. It's just something I don't I don't know why I don't think about it. You well, know, what I do just, you order at the bar. Well, it depends on my mood. It's usually whiskey. Right. Yeah, usually uh, me too. Usually whiskey or a, a cocktail, like you know, some kind of whiskey based cocktail right. or something along those lines. Right. But I don't. I haven't had. You know, never really ordered a margarita at a bar. Right. Really weird. Well. I have to say it's a toss-up. Both of these drinks are really good. Yes, they are. I was impressed by yours. I'd never had a kamikaze. Cocktail. It seemed like, yeah, cocktail. It seemed 
quite tart, and I was drinking it too fast. And I'm out of both. Well, I've got a little bit of each, maybe. One more swallow. Yeah. I love I love my margarita. I mean, both, like you said, both these are really good. No, um, my margarita is so alcoholic. If you drink two of them, you might as well just stop. <laughs> well, if you think you could have them, you know, an hour and a half apart. Right. <laughs> but if you have two of them with your with your main meal, just, you know, forget it. Don't have anything else <laughs> or switch to beer. Right. At that point. But they they're really really good. You know, I I have never really like dissected your margarita. So that was that was really fun. I you know, I really enjoyed doing that. Um, and then learning more about the Agavero and, and Damiana. So, you know, I've tried higher end tequilas and it's just not the same. Right. Yeah. You know, and most of the, most of the recipes for tequila says white tequila. Right. Or silk. Right. You know, if you've been buying along with us, uh, you know, as a listener, you did, you did this Jose Cuervo in this, in this, what you did in the tequila episode? No. What did you do in the tequila episode? What did I do? Oh, the oh, you did the El Jimador. Yeah. So if you're buying, if you've bought along with us, you could use the El Jimador. Yeah, you it. could. You could even use that Epsilon because the Epsilon was really clean. Yes, it was, and still had that good tequila flavor, and it wouldn't really change that a whole lot. I don't think. Right. Change the color of the cocktail a little bit, but maybe it'd just make it a little bit more clear. But yeah, this was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, um, anything else you want to tell us about your margarita? No, before I we, think uh, that, that, you know, there's lots of stories about my margarita, but you know, we would we would travel uh, down to Cabo when we and we hadn't been there in two years. So we're hoping maybe with COVID slowing down and we'll get there next this year. But we would go down there with our little shaker. <laughs> we would pack our. Sh- we yeah. pack our shaker in in our suitcase. Uh, yeah, because be all set. And that's all you need. We'd get the rental car and we would drive to the go straight to the liquor store. Yeah, buy the buy the tequila and get the Damiano and be all set and get to the room. Shake, 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 shake. Well, cool, Dad. Well, let's. This was like I said. This was really good. So, um. Next week, we're back on to our normal schedule, and we are going to be doing a wine week, and we're going to hit back in America, and we're going to jump over to Napa Valley. Now, for a lot of you wine people, we're not spending a whole bunch of money in Napa, but uh, we're not, because Napa has some really, really expensive wine, but Dad, what are you going to be doing for your Napa wine? I'm going to do the Black Stallion Estate Winery. It's uh, Napa valley cabernet sauvignon very cool and i'm going to be doing the mum napa rose Ooh, that sounds good yeah and it's a it's a sparkling rose too i so. knew it oh <laughs> man slam dunk <laughs> well the rose like the the actual rose that that i was think originally thinking about doing from alpha omega they don't sell here in arkansas oh really or at least my, in my quick remembering um it's not really sold here but I think, you know, the Mum Napa is going to be really good. Sparkling wine coming from Napa. So always, always really fun. So uh, don't forget, give us a follow on the uh, all the old socials there, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are most active on Instagram. Remember, we I save all the stories that I do that talk about 
the pairings and the wines and the and everything that we do there on the Instagram. So if you want to go check those out, feel free to reach out to us, send us messages, you know. It's really fun to get to know you guys. You know, I we we have a map of kind of where we have listeners. Um so if you if you like us, you know, hit the hit the subscribe button on whatever your platform is and then we can see your downloads. You know, we've got a couple couple new countries. I mean, Canada popped up there. All right. You know, we we've got some listeners out in Australia and oh, yeah. uh Macau. Macau. Yeah, Macau, China. You know, and um we've we've had a in Japan, so it's been really it's been really cool to watch and we're really we are very grateful of you guys taking the time taking your time to listen to us. Tell all your friends. Yeah, and it's just it's great. It's great to do this and have that connection uh even during a time where we can't all be connected. Socialize, yeah. Next week, heading back to wine and it's Napa. So once again I'm Josh Mills. And I'm John Mills. And we'll see you next time. Thank you and goodbye.